Hi, I'm Olivia. Thanks for listening to my podcast, The Year of Pacino, the podcast where I decided for 2020 I was going to watch all of Al Pacino's filmography. This is a spoiler warning. The Year of Pacino is a movie podcast, and movies are going to be spoiled. Please read the episode description to see which films are going to be spoiled. You've been warned. Bye! Wow! Al Pacino! It's not Al anymore! It's Dunk! Dunkachino? Don't mind if I do! We're recording now. Well, you have two good stories that you should have been recorded. All right, well, okay, here's the thing. In the, it's a new year. It's a new podcast. We all survived an apocalyptic event two months ago. God. Yeah. <laughs> so, you're caught up now, Pacino Renos. <laughs> you're caught up now, Pacino Don't worry, we all survived the Texas winter storm. We all had to escape our apartments for our own personal safety. But we're fine. Welcome. We've been gone for four months. That's kind of a strong note to start off on. <laughs> And that's what you missed. That's what you missed. And the trauma of the people that host your Pacino. Yeah, you know. Yeah. It's, uh... We should have a separate, like, year of Pacino, the winter storm. (laughs) God, that was great. Um, So, yeah, last year, I would just start recording and not tell you. And so... I was like, oh, I haven't started recording yet. And you're like, oh, we thought you already did. And it's like, well, I'm trying. I try to be respectful. (laughs) And I get in trouble. And then when I'm disrespectful, I get in trouble. You know, I just can't win. Nope. Well, Shelby has some good Pacino stories. Yeah. So I was saying that yesterday I was telling someone about your Pacino and that we were going to watch a Pacino movie. And I was like, I just know that they're, it's going to be sent to the woman and they're just not telling me. <laughs> they know I'll back out. Absolutely. I'm going to sit down and it's going to be sent to the woman because I hate this movie, but they love it. Such a good and film. And then when I got the text today that it wasn't sent to the woman, I was even more excited. Well, yeah, you can't like be in here waiting for us <laughs> with your little Pacino shirt and then walk out when we choose such a moment like you can't just because i wouldn't well, yeah we would take the shirt back we would take the shirt back no, yeah i the shirt so much yeah we've all got but our patino much harder for me to want to sit and stay we've all got our patino shirts on fun fact <laughs> since i w- i cosplayed as hips um, I've worn lipstick like every day because I bought lipstick for that, and I'm like, dang, I love I love lipstick. So thank you, Al Pacino. That was I didn't know that's why you started wearing lipstick. Yeah, yeah, I love your your walking Instagram videos you do every day. Of you're walking, you're doing a fun Instagram filter, <laughs> and you're wearing your lipstick. <laughs> I'm wearing my lipstick. You know, 2021. She's a new woman. 2021 i'm a new woman i survived an apocalyptic event ice was forming inside of my oh wait we're not talking about the winter storm that's right pacino yeah it's weird to be back but you know what happened last week i presented for queer film theory i talked about heat but beforehand all the presenters we got together on zoom and we're just like chatting and they're like oh yeah al pacino I loved him in Taxi Driver. And I was like, that is the fifth time someone has told me their favorite Al Pacino movie is Taxi Driver. He is not in Taxi Driver. That is Robert De Niro. Okay? okay. Don't get them confused. They, they are in several movies together. Like Heat. And they are lovers in Heat. The movie. <laughs> Your presentation for queer film theory was so good. Thank you. I'm trying to. Oh, I wish I wrote down some. Well, maybe you can help me when I don't recite them perfectly. But <laughs> Robert De Niro got her a glass of water. Oh yeah, yeah. So I, I was talking about how Robert De Niro is clearly definitely a straight man because he like 
after he and Edie have sex, he like gets up, fills a glass of water, delicately folds a napkin around it and gently places it on her nightstand. You know, just like classic straight guy stuff. Um, (laughs) Classic straight guy stuff. Classic straight guy stuff. Yeah, I showed two clips. I showed the clip of Robert De Niro and Edie at the diner in comparison to the Al Pacino and Robert De Niro diner scene. And, like, the chemistry is just... With him and Edie, it's very odd because he has to be... We don't need to get into it. Just, they're gay. They're in love. (laughs) And the movie ends with them holding hands in the field of flowers outside of an airport. And that is the... That's the truth. There are actual flowers there. So... It's the perfect spring fling movie. Perfect spring fling movie. We, I know it's the first one in everyone's mind. Because <laughs> I think I said something like, Al, like Robert De Niro is like a closed bud and Al Pacino is the heat, but like the literal heat of the sun in the springtime. <laughs> you did say that. I did say that, yeah. You did say that. We're back. We're back, baby. How the fuck did we do this? Twice a week last year? I don't know. You were on a Pacino roll, man. Yeah, and now the only movie I've watched of his since is Heat four times this year. So In prep for that conversation? Only once. Was for... Besides that, for, just because you love it? Yeah. Like, there was one week, Sean and I were like, what movie should we watch? I'm like, let's watch Heat. And then the next day, another friend was like, you want to watch a movie? And I'm like, can we watch Heat? And they're like, hell yeah. And then I watched Heat with them again a few weeks later, because they're like, it's such a good movie! I don't think I've seen it, so. Oh, we should watch Heat! I'm down to watch Heat. Yeah, let's watch Heat. I'm down to watch Heat tonight. We don't have to watch the other movie we were planning. No, I want to watch Carlito's Way tonight, but we can watch Heat. Some other time. Some other time. My goal is to get to 69 episodes. <laughs> how many are we at now? Uh, I think we did... Fi- I should I should know how many episodes of my own podcast there are, but I don't. Because <laughs> I literally... It's weird how much like Al Pacino is still a part of my life, even though I don't watch his movies every week. It's kind of wild. Well, I have some questions for you about... We did 59 <laughs> episodes. Yeah. How many? 59. 59. Oh, yeah, not far away. Well, how did it feel finishing your Pacino? Like, now that it's been a few months, how do you feel about it? I can't believe I did it. And it's just one of those things, like, at Queer Film Theory beforehand, (laughs) they're like... You did what? I was like, yeah, I watched every single one of Al Pacino's movies last year, and it took seven whole days. And they're like, oh my god. And I was like, I know. And they're like, what? But he has so many bad movies. And I was like, I know. I've seen every single one of them. Some of them multiple times. Some of them multiple times. Yeah. It's, uh, God, you cannot make me watch fuck what was the humbling it's like it's not the gifting it's the humbling oh. <laughs> remember where he's the old man and he just, I do the <laughs> oh my god there was like yeah the sports movies like the like inches in right in front of your face yeah. what about me natalie oh <laughs> he's in for one he's, he's in the- the- it's me <laughs> natalie <laughs> <laughs> He's in that for one dance. He had one line. And it was something <laughs> terrible. What was his line? It was like... No, it was like a whole conversation. Oh, I, I wrote it down in my notes. Let's see if I can find it. Like, basically, she wasn't gonna hook up with him. And yeah, and he was him. upset. He was like, fuck it. I want to fuck you. And he had, like, perm hair stuff. Remember? Remember the documentary? That was actually really good. <laughs> he was barely in it. This is Al so, like, the whole time. We were like, where is he? <laughs> Well, today at Tuxbox Friday, the guys I work with, well, we had a special guest and I explained your Pacino because I told them we were doing this tonight. And then they said, then Sam started talking about Sea of Love for some reason. Great movie. Great movie. That's and not on the like, hit list. Samuel, Samuel L. Jackson is in it. And he's like, John Goodman plays his partner. I'm like, hell yeah, he does. And then they said, 
we should do a podcast watching all of John Goodman's filmography, but we're not going to watch Roxanne. And I'm like, well, you can't do it if you don't watch yeah. every episode of Roxanne. Yeah. I watched every episode of Hunters. We found a movie that was basically only released in Argentina. <laughs> oh, yeah. What was that movie? So little like we're not animals yeah Yeah. and it's like we were telling our contact they could be it could have four different titles no somos animales we are not animals we are not animals and we're not animals don goodman's filmography is 163 acting credits there we go al pacino it still baffles me how low his acting credits are for how like well known he is. Yeah, like, I think it's because he does a lot of the world and has under a hundred acting credits, which is baffling. Because he does a lot of theater, and we all know he was traumatized by working on the nineteen eighty five film Revolution, and he like was really picky with his acting roles after that until the whole Bernie Madoff thing, and then he had to do a lot of weird stuff in the late two thousands, early twenty tens. <laughs> and that's not a lie. Yeah, he needed the money. He needed the money. Well, he's part of the zeitgeist. I mean, he's been in some heavy hitters. Oh, yeah. Like Godfather, Scarface. Yeah, someone the other day was like, Sunday Woman. Oh, talking about cocaine with someone. (laughs) You know, Madonna, Truth or Dare, another. (laughs) I referenced Madonna, but they were like, Cocaine immediately went to Scarface, and I was yep. like, "Y'all have a Scarface pillow." Like, we know. <laughs> I go to Pacino every day. I make my bed. I see that Scarface pillow, and I'm just like, "I gotta make sure people can't see just a dude with a gun on my bed." Why not? Yeah. What's wrong with that? Oh, I want to ask you a question, but I can't ask you right now. So, Shelby Dan, you have two like. Al Pacino things in your possession now. You got this shirt and the pillow. Like, did you ever think you would have Al Pacino merch? No. Lord, no. No. <laughs> no. No. For me, I always thought, I have a lot of movies that I'm like, I should watch. I, like, conceptually want to watch, but I never actually make the effort to watch it. There's a lot of movies and TV shows that way. And my whole life, I kind of thought Godfather and Scarface would be that way. Like, I wanted to watch them, and if someone else pushed me, I would have, but I wasn't of my own accord gonna make the effort. That's where I thought I was gonna be with Al Pacino. And then Olivia was that push that I needed. Thank God. Thank God, too, right? Yeah, like, where would you be? But also, you know, the Dick Tracys and humblings of his I found many of the other Godfathers, and my friend Virginia like berated me about it, and I was like, "I'll get there eventually." Yeah, you. If you've listened to this podcast, you don't need to watch Godfather Three or Godfather Coda, because Godfather Coda they just took out ten minutes and like put one scene from the middle of the movie at the beginning, and that was it. Oh, and they cut out a scene too, but that was it. So, Godfather Two, though. Oh, sexiest movie! I just want to drown in his hair. Yes. Do you want to just swim in his hair? I want to fucking round in it. <laughs> um, that was like a very thirsty moment of the pandemic. I mean, you know, you know, <laughs> you know. I found the Al Pacino quote. I have four. I found my notes. Uh, apparently, we watched Me Natalie in September. Yeah, that adds up. I yeah, thought it was way sooner than that, but um, no. No. I have 43 seconds, six lines, 49 words. He said, I'm dancing. What do you think? Come on. You have a nice body. You know that? Yeah. Listen, do you put out? What do you mean? Do you put out or don't you? I don't know what I'm doing talking to you. Somebody like you ought to be asking me. And that was it. Yeah, he was a real asshole in the He was a real asshole. <gasps> what? Oh my gosh, I'm forgetting the movie. Um, ah, Panic in Needle Park. 
Oh, yeah. uh, Bobby and Helen. And people. I pe- was gonna marry you. <laughs> I was gonna marry a whore. You know it's well, great. That was the humbling. That was oh, that was humbling. <laughs> Scarecrow, Scarecrow, Gene Hackman, Scarecrow. I remember very vividly. Scarecrow, Dan's he's standing in a trash down. can that's burning, and people are worshiping him. He's so, so cute. And remember cruising? Oh, I remember cruising. The simulated fisting scene. I remember that. I only watched the last 20 minutes of that one. There's a scene where Al Pacino is hogtied in leather to a bed. Like, he's face down and naked in a bed. And there was, like, this whole Netflix Discord where Netflix was like, you never see Al Pacino's legs in a movie. And I'm like, um, cruising and sea of love. Hello? Where have you been, Netflix? Yeah, I remember. I wanted them to tweet back at you and for you to, like, blow up. Yeah, blow up. You know, it, you know what's great is that now I'll like see a picture of Al Pacino and I can tell you like what era of his life that was. <laughs> is your Instagram Explore page still all Al Pacino? I don't get on Instagram much anymore. But for a while there, it was all Al Pacino. And it was, you know, it's kind of weird when he like shows up again. I'm like, oh, yeah. I've seen everything that you've been in. I know you. Or not like, you know. I know your filmography. It's just weird being like, I know what decade and like a very, I know which specific year this picture was taken because I've seen everything you've been in. Anyway, we got to watch Carlito's Way. Carlito's Way. Carlito's Way. I watched this like a year ago. And I didn't really like it the first time, but maybe I'll like it again. Maybe I'll like it more the second time. You liked Scent of a Woman a lot more the second time. I did like Scent of a Woman a lot more the second time. I did not like Godfather 3 a lot more the second time. (laughs) (laughs) What would you say is your favorite Al Pacino? Heat. What would you say your least favorite is? Dick Tracy. I told you. I agree. Wait. Oh, Olivia. What? We could have more Al Pacino merch if you gave us those hats. Oh, yeah. I need to give you the hats. Remember the hats? Yeah. 10 out of 10 who was? It's kind of weird walking around in public in a 10 out of 10 who was hat. But, you know. Uh, I wear my Pacino shirt in public a lot. Oh, yeah, I just bought a t-shirt that says, thanks for vibing and keeping it tight, and I wore that to work. Well, I mean, I'm v- still virtual, so, and my hair's thanks so for, long that it covers it vibing and keeping it tight? Thanks for vibing and keeping it tight. What does that mean? I don't know. What It's from a podcast. What's wrong with wearing that shirt at work? It, I mean, I wouldn't do that in person. Cool. <laughs> what podcast is that from? My brother, my brother, and me. Okay. Well, um, but I can get I away with hat. that. I'll give you the hat. Don't worry. I can get away with the thanks for vibing and keeping a tight shirt because, like, there's only like a phrase on it, and my hair covers it up because my hair is apparently two feet long. Um, the Al Pacino shirt. I unfortunately don't have enough hair to cover my entire chest and my shoulders, so like his face would still show up. So I don't feel comfortable wearing my Pacino shirt I to feel work. Like this is a work shirt. <laughs> this is work to work. It's a work appropriate shirt. <laughs> I definitely worn it to HUB. Oh, for sure. I mean, there's nothing wrong with wearing it in public. It's just like to work. And I'm like, hmm. I have a much more relaxed work, so. I also just work with people who don't know who Al Pacino is, so. You have to spread the gospel. <laughs> God. The and gospel it, we, got, we gotta watch Carlito's Way. Wait, what's Carlito's Way about? So, Al Pacino plays uh, Carlito. He is Puerto Rican, which, again, Al Pacino is Italian. So, another one of his more... Um, 
problematic castings. And he is a criminal and he's coming out of jail. Surprise. Sean Penn is in this movie, I think. Mm-hmm. He's got weird hair. Yeah. What do we watch it on? I honestly don't know. <laughs> we'll find it. We gotta. We'll be back. You think you're big time? You're gonna fucking die, big time. You ready? Do you know what my favorite song was in the whole movie? Ooh, don't rock the boat, don't rock the boat, baby. Don't take the boat over. Rock I had boat. so much fun when it started playing. There's a lot of good songs in that soundtrack, but uh, I believe like that's what they would play at clubs. <laughs> like, we're gonna go out, be grimy. And we're gonna have sex in a bathroom with Sean Penn and a really bad clown wig. Where he's very much rocking the boat. In that very much rocking the boat. He's fucking shit up, man. Carlito's Way is a classic Al Pacino movie, okay? Mm-hmm. It's got everything. We're in what city? New York, of course. <laughs> what? Where else would he be? Where else would he be? I don't think he can exist anywhere else. <laughs> he honestly can't. All Al Pacino movies take place in New York City. Well, where is Scarface at? Cuba? That is, yeah, it's not. Florida. No, no, it's in Florida. Miami? Miami, yeah. But they uh, do go to Cuba. Miami is the yeah. New York. No, they don't go to... I think they go... No, they go to Cuba in Godfather 2. They go somewhere in South America. When the oh, dude... yeah, they go to Colombia. Yeah. Really? Yeah, they yeah. go to Colombia, for sure. Because they like are, or maybe it's yeah, no, it's Columbia. Because they're trying to find a different cocaine dealer. And then that guy's hung out of the helicopter. You're probably right. Brian De Palma also did that movie. He did Carlito's Way and Scarface. But anyway, New York, Miami is the New York City of Florida, so that movie does (laughs) take place in New York City. Yeah, I mean, it's the New York City of Florida. Well, um, you know, I watched a few Brian De Palma movies now, and the shoot, like the big shooting climax scene in this movie, is very similar to that mm-hmm. of The Untouchables. Mm-hmm. And he just like really loves slow mo mm-hmm. and like dropping out the audio. And, like, having Al Pacino lay completely flat on an escalator and shoot a gun. Yeah, he loves mirrors. Love. There's a lot of mirror work in this movie. Brian De Palma is a voyeur, okay? He loves peeping in on people with mirrors. I think it's a kink. he loves people having sex in public. He loves people having sex in public! There's a lot of public sex in this. I mean, not a good amount. There's at least two scenes that I can recall off the top of my head. <laughs> that's, yeah, yeah, that's, yeah. There's more than your average movie. And there was a strip club scene. Three, I can think of three. What, <laughs> like two and a half. What do you put it that way? <laughs> Wait, so there's the sex in the, there's Sean Penn fucking Steffi in the bathroom. There's the yeah. two people having sex, like having sex outside at a party yeah. And then there's Al Pacino breaking into his girlfriend's apartment and they have sex with the door with all the doors and windows open. Yeah, that's the one I consider as the hat. Because technically yeah. they are in her apartment. Also, break he does break in, but she also kinda asks. She she's too. like, if you wanna have sex with me, you gotta break you gotta bust <laughs> this door. You wanna bust a nut, you better bust this door down. Yo, it... It's a lot of damage, I would assume. Yeah. Well, and she, well, the door open that way. It costs a lot of money. Well, and now her door isn't secure, so anybody <laughs> else can just break it easily. It literally, so, because she says, if you want to come inside, you got to come inside, or something like that. If you don't get in, you, you don't, don't get, get in. in. <laughs> yeah. And it reminded me of On the Waterfront when Marlon Brand, like, it's the same thing where, like, but a different emotional moment where, like, Marlon Brando busts into Eve Marie Saint's apartment towards the end of the movie. 
I um, haven't seen the movie. So. It used to be one of my favorite movies on the waterfront. And now it's Wayne's World, so, you know, time changes us all. But yeah, it's a classic Al Pacino movie. He's busting down doors. He's a criminal in New York City. We've got the principal from Scent of a Woman. Like, this is the principal's revenge movie, honestly. Because he's trying to lock up Carlito, and Carlito's like, you ain't fucking gonna get me, son. Yeah, the first scene is definitely a... Classic Al Pacino as a lawyer yelling at the judge. <laughs> he said, he said, stood in front of that judge and told him what was who. <laughs> <laughs> what does that mean? What is it? We saw it, but I don't know what that means. I don't know what that means. Um, I mean, he told him what was who. Yeah. Oh, it's also. <laughs> so, spoiler alert: when you watch Carlito's Way, you better cover your eyes and ears for the first five minutes of the movie. Oh, yeah. Uh, I mean, unless it's kind of like—I mean, he's telling his story, so I guess you know his ending. But yeah. So, uh, what's the? Wh- how do we do this? It's been four months. <laughs> Okay, so I'm looking at our notes. (laughs) We need to do a plot synopsis, right? That's part of the podcast, right? Sometimes. Other times you were very anti-plot synopsis. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Oh, yeah, for sure. (laughs) Right. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So Carlito's Way is about... Al Pacino and Sean Penn being in love with each other and then betraying each other and both dying because of their betrayed love. We can't let Olivia do the synopsis because every <laughs> synopsis will be Al Pacino. It's a love story between Al Pacino <laughs> and his best friend. <laughs> I mean, I would even amend her her synopsis and they don't betray each other. Sean Penn betrays Al Pacino. That's true. Sean, it, but then and they Al do. Pacino does betray him. He <laughs> takes the bullets out. Yeah, but he that does. That was like a. I don't know. I guess it's that revenge. Less betrayal and more revenge. But so now we're getting caught up. <laughs> but here's the thing: they mentioned to each other multiple times that they loved each other. So many times. So I was sitting there like we're friends that are very open about our love with each other. Yeah. And, like, Sean Penn's got horrible hair. It's really hard to look at him, just in general. But in this movie, it's horrible. His face, like, his mouth and his chin. Ugh. He's just not doing okay. And, uh, (laughs) he... So they're at this club. Like, so Sean Penn is Al Pacino's lawyer and gets Al Pacino out of jail on like a bunch of technicalities. And then they go to a club and they're both dancing with these ladies at the club. And then later they're all at the bar and like Al Pacino. I made a joke where I'm like, Al Pacino's like, hold on, ladies, I can't fuck you yet because I have to tell sean penn that i love him and that's exactly what he did and the ladies were like yeah we know that you love each other we're gonna go yeah that's exactly what happened like they left them at the bar because they're like just fuck each other because you're not gonna fuck us yeah that is yeah accurate i didn't understand why the girls like stayed for as long as they did i know but yeah there were two moments, I mean, obviously all of these characters are very problematic in many ways, but two very, like, pros to Al Pacino's character was his open love for his best friend, mm-hmm. and later when he's, like, super chill with his girlfriend, like, dancing with another dude. Yeah. Both of those, I was like, yeah, way to, you know not be toxic and sean penn's get and sean penn freaks out at that point and i think it's because he's like this woman gets to have al pacino but i i can't have him anymore and i think that explains his turn is that he's like even though al pacino's like i fucking love watching my hot girlfriend dance with another man because like i wanted to sit down and like i just love watching her dance for me it's beautiful yeah because he's also a fucking voyeur 
Brian De Palma and Carlito, they love mirrors and they love peeping in on people. <laughs> Sorry, we're a little distracted. Our cats are being real. Moses is being real weird. Moses is rowdy right now. <laughs> rowdy boy. So, um. He's got crazy eyes. He does have crazy eyes. And he keeps staring at things. And then he is like running around. Running around. Okay. (laughs) Running. Running. So, after the club, what happens next? I mean, we can't go scene by scene. There's so much in this movie. Um. so, no, I just meant, like, in your notes. So, like, what oh. Well, I guess for the plot, we can say, okay, so... <sighs> Al Pacino, he gets out, and he's going to try to stay clean, but he keeps being forced into situations where he can't. Yeah, and he's promised $75,000 if he does this one thing, which is the boat. The boat. Right? Oh, so the no, boat. He's trying to get $75,000. He, um... I was a little confused about this part. The lawyer tells him that he, if Al Pacino helps, like, fix up this club that he's invested in, that he can, like, take money off the top and build his in, build up to that 75. And Al Pacino's like, no, I used to own clubs. I don't want to run a club. And then he actually ends up in a shootout, and he's like, well, I'm already kind of fucked. Might as well. And he takes, like, 30,000. He takes the 30,000. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and that's and he's like, "You club, think you're so. big time? You die big time." Yeah, thank you for yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, this was the movie that had the free quote. I didn't realize that this. What was it? I'm free. I'm free. I'm free at last. Free at last. Yeah, that I didn't realize that was this movie, but yeah. that's like one of the Al Pacino quotes that are like in my brain even before this year. But yeah, it's uh. Free at last. Free at last. There's a... So there's a, there's like two movies in this movie. There's the Al Pacino movie, and then there's the Sean Penn movie. Yeah. And Sean Penn is basically just coked out all the time. He just wants a lot of money. And he... One of his clients is Tony, who's the head of the mob. And he... Tony gave Sean Penn a million dollars... To pass on to his son, Frankie. But Frankie never got the money. So mm-hmm. he's like, so Tony in jail told Sean Penn he was going to kill him. So then Sean Penn was trying to get out of the situation. And he was like, okay, I'll break you out of jail. Tony told him he had to break him out of jail. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So Sean Penn was like, yeah, yeah, I'll break you out of jail. Um, so he roped in Carlito. Mm-hmm. He's like, hey, I'm gonna help this guy break out of jail. You need to come on my boat with me. Also, my cats are running around. You might hear them. It's fine. <laughs> yeah, because he was like, you owe me. And then they're on the boat with Tony's son as well. Mm-hmm. And um, Tony swims out to like this buoy for uh-huh. them to rescue him. But Sean Penn then kills him. And yeah. then he kills the son. And so now Carlito is like, fuck, we're dead. Yeah. He's you pissed mom. off the mob. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, you know, Sean Penn's just like, it's fine. I'm coked out. I'm I super smart. I'm so smart. I, I killed him. It's over. I'm safe. They'll never figure it out. That, like, I never gave $1 million. They all know who had the $1 million that I never paid. And they all know who was breaking him out of jail. <laughs> yeah. Um, and they all knew that, that Al Pacino and Sean Penn were lovers. Um, yeah. So they suspected that Al Pacino was on the... Um, the boat. The boat. There was... Um, <laughs> it was when Sean Penn is walking to the prison to talk to the mafia guy... He just looks so happy and self-satisfied, and I just started singing a little song where it was like, was it was like, I'm so happy, I'm in love with Carlito Brigante, 
It was, so it was like, I'm going to the prison. <laughs> I'm going to the prison and I'm in love with Carlito Brigante. <laughs> and then when he leaves the prison, he like throws up in his hand. <laughs> and it was like, I'm feeling sick because I ripped off a criminal. But I'm in love with Br- Carlito Brigante. <laughs> I'm going to puke in my hand. <laughs> Aragorn's in this movie also he's not looking too good <laughs> okay hold on in the beginning <laughs> this is super dramatic okay. <laughs> I, was, I said it's super dramatic is what I said please quote me correctly. It was! Those first five minutes that Olivia says her spoilers were very dramatic. So dramatic. So dramatic. Just mellow drama. Black and white, this really intense music, the camera kept like turning in weird ways. Like the sex yeah. scene. Yeah, and Al Pacino just had very long voiceover. Yeah. Okay, next thing on the note. Oh, I kept saying just wait for trash cans. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, you were real into the trash cans. (laughs) Because he literally... So he owns the club. He sees a lady dancing. He's like, oh, she she reminds me of my old girlfriend, Gail. And so he... Yeah, he stalks her, and it's raining, so he takes a trash can lid, and he holds it above his head, and it's just so odd. Also, Uh. Al Pacino was how old in this movie? Like, 53? 53! And and the woman who played the character, and again, these are the actors' ages, not the characters' ages, but she was 29. 29, and they had an affair. In real life. In real life. (laughs) She's like... I'm an actress and I'm in love with Carlito Brigante. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, which like, I'm sorry, but that is not an appropriate age difference. Um, yeah, it's, but Al Pacino was looking real good in this movie. Oh, he looked hot. Don't get me wrong. So hot and so much younger than Scent of a Woman that came out a year beforehand. (laughs) That's true. Uh, He also said, in that very, in that soup's dramatic (laughs) opening, he said, don't worry. My heart don't never quit. I'm not ready to check out. <laughs> also, he does not have any kind of like Spanish speaking accent. No. But everybody but, else did, and it was interesting. Air Aragorn? What's his name? Aragorn. Aragorn. His accent was rough. Yeah. He wasn't looking too good. No. Either. No. Vigo, he wasn't he wasn't looking good. This wasn't this wasn't his best role. His best work. I have a note here that just says, Hold on, I, oh yeah. Al Pacino, this whole movie. Hold on, I gotta tell Sean Penn I love him. <laughs> he told Sean Penn a favor is gonna kill you faster than a bullet. He also said if you was abroad I'd because he died as Sean Penn a favor. Yep, and that's what kills he, him. He gets a bullet. He also said in that same conversation, if you was abroad, I'd marry you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So. And then there was, I think this was, yeah, this was the outdoor party. And she was like, is this a Coke orgy fest? <laughs> I mean, because there were people like just taking their tops off, grabbing boobs, having like- sex. Coaster-sized dishes, like, they were smaller dishes, but just, like, piled with Coke. And we're just, like, you saw multiple clusters of people with just these, like, piles of Coke. 
people in lawn chairs fucking. Like, it was a co-forgy fest. And Sean Penn was not having any of it. He was yelling at the people having sex, like, if you want to go fuck her, fuck her like a normal person in a bedroom. And I'm like... But that was because at that point, he had become impotent from too much coke. This is true. Because his girlfriend was like... (laughs) But he did have a point. I'm like, yeah, Sean Penn... All your guests did not consent to watching that. Um, Also, in that scene, that was the scene where you really liked his outfit. (laughs) Oh, yeah. (laughs) So when he shows up, he's got, like, khakis, a white shirt, like a sailor coat, a blue sailor coat, and, like, a red ascot. And I was like, you know what? When he was yelling about people having sex in public, I'm like, yeah, you know what? That's me. I, and I'm that's the outfit I'd wear to that party. <laughs> it was like fashion icon. <laughs> but I'd have better that's hair, true. obviously. And that's what you're going to be for Halloween. You're going to be Sean Penn and Carly. <laughs> <laughs> uh, like, do you not know who I am? Uh, a clown? No. I'm Sean Penn and Carlito's way. Obviously. 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 <laughs> like, who goes to parties like that? Like, do those parties exist? I'm like, I've never been invited to any kind of party like that, which is you just, fine. I don't want to. You're just not rich but, enough, you know? Yeah, it's probably that. Or like, really grimy party. Like, whenever you see parties in movies, and like, there are all these drugs, and like, either. I don't get invited to parties like that, or I don't see those parts of the parties. Or, like, anytime there's an HBO show about teenagers, like, the parties they have are just, like, fucking wild. Like. I love that, um, that, I don't know if it was on TikTok or what it was, but it's, like, the one like, how HBO writes teenagers, and they're, like, oh, my God, you slut, you filthy little bitch. I'm just going to, like, do my homework tonight. (laughs) (laughs) Like, you total slut. (laughs) I saw one where it was, like, yeah, that's right. I did five tabs of acid and, like, fucked three guys. I still have to study for my calculus test. It's, like, what the fuck? I know, like. That was not my high school experience. No, and. I don't know. I just like even around my college kids. I'm like, no, I don't think that's. I don't think they're wilding out like that. Yeah, I know there are like some wild parties, but I don't think it's. Oh, it's we're just cool. stupid millennials, you know. Old millennials. <laughs> I'm a younger millennial. Or like mid millennials. <laughs> She's only one year younger than me. No, I'm almost two. Remember, I was born in 1993. I'm like pretty mid-millennial. Okay, so Olivia, you really uh, use it to whatever advantage you can. Because if I you're like, you're younger than you're like, I'm a year younger than you. <laughs> oh, yeah. Like, I'm almost fully two years younger than you. Yeah. And that's fine. <laughs> Yes, yes, I do that. I was born when this movie came out. Yeah, but... Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think about other notes. Oh, yeah, so Al Pacino and his girlfriend, Gail, get into a big fight because Dave asked him a favor, and she's like, don't do the... Like, they are literally, literally fighting over his friendship with Dave. And he's like, I love him. I'm going to do him this favor. And she's like, do him this favor and you die. And she wasn't wrong. She was not wrong. People should believe women. Believe women. They're usually smarter. So, yeah. Good movie. I liked it a lot better the second time around. Good. Shelby did not like this movie. I I liked the second half better than the first half. I had a hard time. The first half it was really slow and yeah. complicated. And then when all the plots started coming back together and it picked up, I was like, okay, I'm into this. Yeah, because they were really trying to do like, because it, it is two separate movies and it's like once the Sean Penn plot starts to pick up. Yeah. Because the whole thing about Carlito is that 
he's out of prison and he's running like a clean life. And that's his main conflict is that he just, and he's also like kind of self-righteous and he, he pisses off Benny Blanco from the Bronx. I, I still don't get why he pissed off Benny Blanco. Like, why he didn't like Benny Blanco. Yeah, I think... I just feel like he picked that fight for no reason. I think it's partly because Benny Blanco thought he was, like, a big shot. And mm-hmm. he was, ta- like, he was the next Carlito. And then he wanted Steffi... Which was the, Dave's girl. The stuffy thing I got. Like, of course, like I was proud. Like, you know, she's not anyone's property. And I felt like Al Pacino was trying to be like, no, she has agency to be who she wants to be with. But before, even before that, he was just like, fuck Benny Blanco. And I was like, yeah, like yeah especially when benny would like offer to buy him drinks at like to pay for drinks at pacino's own club and pacino kept rejecting him and benny's like why yeah he's like i'm trying to be nice and courteous because it's clear that you don't like me so guess what i'm gonna fucking kill you (laughs) at the train (laughs) and someone i still don't get Someone warned Al Pacino. Mm-hmm. They said, hey, Pachanga is now like part of Benny Blanco's team. And Al Pacino was like, don't worry, I'll take care of it. And then he does And then goes to Pachanga and is like, hey, you are in charge of my girlfriend and taking her to the, like making sure she's safe and taking her to the train station. Because he underestimated he Benny Blanco. I think you're the only person who remembered that. No, it's because he he just totally underestimated Benny Blanco. And that's what did him in, right? But he knew that Pachanga was on Benny Blanco's payroll. Yeah. Right, but she's saying he underestimated him. Like, he underestimated how much power and how much intelligence he had. Yeah. So he didn't consider it an actual threat. That's fair. But... He could have also forgot because I definitely forgot. Because <laughs> then when he went to him for the girlfriend, I was like, "Dude, you just got warned." I know you were. I know you remembered that. Oh, you want to bust a nut? You better bust down the door. <laughs> if you want to get in, you better get in. I felt real bad for that server that worked at the. Oh, uh, where he was like, in, he, he was the middleman. Cause drama between all of the different factions. Because Benny ignored him. Because he sees Dave and Steffi go have sex in the bathroom, and then Benny's like, "Hey, can you bring Steffi over here?" And then yeah. he's like, "Uh, Carlito, Steffi, and Dave are having sex in the bathroom." He's like, "Good for Dave." And then he's like, "But Benny wants Steffi." Like, of course, I'm not happy that he again is like kind of buys into the ownership of women but at the same like i'm not promoting that aspect of this character but i did feel like this character was just like he knew all of their shit and all of them were like we're gonna still ignore you mm-hmm. yeah. i'm just bennett from the block i'm gonna shoot carlito at the train <laughs> you should really make a parody song i'm so i'm so benny from the <laughs> a parody album similar to the way Weird Al does, but all of them are Al Pacino themed spoofs. Oh my god. So you know Scent of Woman's gonna be a tango song. Uh, what's it? Roxanne. That's the main tango song. I'll tango day Roxanne. Oh. Yeah, I know. That. Do, do you know which one? Uh, it's from Moulin Rouge, but Moulin Rouge is all like uh, popular songs they pulled so I that dress tonight rocks I probably Donna yeah, yeah, yeah. I loved the movie Moulin Rouge so Benny, Benny, Benny Blanco was in Moulin Rouge John Leguizamo's in Moulin Rouge is that who plays Benny Blanco pretty sure well, he's the he's he's loose. Okay. I just decide if I want Benny Blanco's song to be Benny and the Jets or 
No one's what did I just say? I'm so I'm so Betty from the Blocks. <laughs> because he he kept saying he didn't just say I'm Benny. He said I'm Benny Blanco from the Bronx. Yeah, that's how he would introduce What would the Godfather be? I don't know. I was thinking when we were doing the like love story song no no that's scarface that i started going to godfather is there a song about oranges <laughs> oh the peaches song that justin bieber's new song peaches you can change it to oranges oh i was thinking of the millions of oranges oranges for free you know like the millions of peaches oh. peaches for free no, 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 no. that song, but it'd be millions of oranges. Oh, or the Justin Bieber Peaches song. Yeah, I've never heard it. What's the so sent? We got Scent of a Woman Tango. What's the Heat song? It's getting hot in here. So hot. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so take off all your clothes. I wanna hold your hand in the parking lot of an airport. <laughs> it writes itself. <laughs> what was the other one with the wait, airport wait. that had like, the lights that turned on and that's how they timed yeah, that's, each other? That's heat. That's heat, yeah. Did I watch heat? You watched heat. <laughs> yeah, we watched heat together for sure. Wait, was it's getting hot. Yeah. <laughs> What about, it's getting hot in here. So hot because the heat's coming around that corner. Because Robert De Niro says that line about the heat coming around the corner. You gotta be ready to leave your loved ones in 30 seconds. (laughs) (laughs) If you feel the heat coming around the corner. I think that's my song for all of these movies. Because <laughs> I forget them, and then I'm like, oh, oh yeah. You know, like Hangman. What else? Oh, oh my god, y'all. Pacino, Reno, alert. Hangman is leaving Netflix on May 5th. So, you better watch it now. If, the, <laughs> if you're in the United States. Okay, but like while we were watching this movie, y'all brought up we should watch Hangman again. <laughs> I want to watch Hangman again. Come on, that was a fun movie to watch. We had Brittany Snow with their little scarf. <laughs> I forgot about the scarf. <laughs> Not saying we should watch it again, but then Shelby jumps on the we should watch it again bandwagon. Here's what if we what if the bonus what if the one of the ten episodes is us finally figuring out the plot to Hangman too. I guess we'd have to rewatch it. We have to rewatch it. <laughs> so it all makes sense. With uh what's his name? Iota Iota what's his name? Carl Urban? I think ABC by Jackson Five should be the Hangman song. <laughs> ABC Easy as one, two, three. Someone is killing me. <laughs> And it doesn't spell anything. <laughs> <laughs> ABC, I am dead. Goodbye, world. What was the final word? <laughs> I don't think it was, was evict- evictus or something. Oh, yeah. It was evictory. I don't know. A victim. Yeah, it was something in, in Latin. Latin. <sighs> yeah. Um. Okay, so just to recap, we've got Carlito's Way. We've got Hate. Scent of a Woman, Godfather, Godfather Two. Hmm. Scarface. We need a Scarface song, yeah. What was the Scarface song? We could do Cola by Lana Del Rey, but call it Cocaine, I guess. Like, <laughs> this would be like from Michelle pfeiffer's perspective of scarface my pussy tastes like cocaine 
That's not a good one. My brother is in love with me. I know it's not Michelle. <laughs> My brother is in love with me, and I don't know how to feel about it. <laughs> that was a custom song. <laughs> <laughs> not about me, about... I don't know how to host a podcast. I haven't done it in so long. You're doing great. I feel like this is going to be a bad episode. No, I like the songs we're coming up with. (sighs) Man. Yeah, man. Um... We're back, and we're, I don't think we're better than ever, but we're back. It's something. I want to watch Jack and Jill. Oh, God. But after tonight, I finished the bingo card. Finished the bingo. You know what's wild is um, people still listen to this podcast. <laughs> it's a great podcast. It is an awesome podcast. I I just I find it amazing that our Pacinarinos, even when we don't have new content coming out, like we're still getting new listeners. I'm shocked. Like we've done over twice as well as I thought we would, or as uh, twice as well as I thought as I ever hoped to do. So, and. There are more followers on our Al Pacino Instagram account than I have on my personal account, which I'm just like, yes, Pacino. Really? Uh Uh-huh. How many? I don't know. The last I checked, it was higher than what I had on my personal account. Look here. I don't have a lot of followers on my personal account. I have like less than 200 because I'm like, I I like to remain mysterious and um, I don't let people from high school follow me. If if you're someone from high school who follows my personal inter- Instagram account, you're one of the cool people. You have 203 followers on your Pacino. Whoa! Pacino. What else do we... T- oh, so fun story about our sound editor, Nick. Hi, Nick. I know you're going to hey, listen Nick. to this like in a few days. Um, <laughs> so he and he and his partner are watching like rewatching Bob's Burgers and every time, because you know, Nick has listened to every episode of this podcast and has had to edit almost every episode of this podcast. And so he knows he hasn't watched Al Pacino's entire filmography. He's just absorbed all of Al Pacino's filmography through us talking about it and me talking about it with other people. So he's watching Bob's Burgers and he's like, Olivia, every few episodes, there's always an Al Pacino reference and I get them now, even though I haven't seen the movies. And he's like, it's so weird. Like he, um, he mentioned there was like one episode that had like a really obscure, like heat reference or something like that. And there's another episode that was all about Dog Day Afternoon. And, um, yeah, he's like, I just keep noticing all these Al Pacino references, but I've never seen the movies. And I'm like, that's so weird, dude, but amazing. So. We love it. We love it, Nick. Feel free to. Make these Al Pacino connections. So many Al Pacino connections. Al Pacino connections. So, yeah, it's really weird. He's everywhere. And it's kind of sad that whenever I tell people or talk to people about Al Pacino, the most common response for their favorite movie is Taxi Driver. We're here to tell you that that is not an Al Pacino. <laughs> not. I've had to correct five people. Taxi Driver is not an Al Pacino movie. But what if it was? What if it was? What if he did Goodfellas instead of fucking Dick Tracy? Anyway, oh, we gotta rate it out of ten. Who was? Oh yeah, man, I totally forgot about this. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but it's been four months, and we <laughs> survived. so much shit has happened <laughs> since we left. Oh my god! Oh my god! I have not told the podcast. 
I got several Pacino-related gifts for Christmas. My parents got me, and I, I posted on our Pacino Instagram account a while back. Um, my parents gifted me a beautiful custom Al Pacino <laughs> blanket where it's his face in the middle and then just on the outline are just all these like movies, like posters of movies that he's been in. And then Sean got me a German scent of a woman theatrical poster that I have framed. And of course, it is hanging directly above my bed. I mean, I don't see anything wrong with that. No. no. Like, if I had anyone over, they'd just be like, yeah, that's totally normal. You have Frank's, <laughs> you have Der Duff Der Frauen framed over your bed. It's a giant Al Pacino face. Totally normal. Very normal. Totally normal. Wait, so what were you saying about the ratings of the scale? Out of ten, who what? How many who was out of ten? Oh, yeah, but Shelby was saying something. Oh, I was saying, I felt like I was trying to think about what I wanted to rate this one. And I was feeling like, I, didn't they get really skewed at some point? Where, like, for a while, seven was really bad. Or, like, was, like, not that bad. And then it was, like, really bad. But, like... I'm trying to remember what the actual... No, 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 no. The skewing was, like, I don't average it. If I don't agree with y'all, I just go with my own rating. No, I felt like there was also a skewing that, like... I, I don't know. I think it was a little bit of both, but... I would give this a seven. Yeah, I was thinking seven. I was thinking seven as well. Wow, all sevens. Sevens across the board. Okay. Well... You heard it here first, Carlito's way. It's a seven out of ten. Hooahs. <laughs> and this really was the principle of Scent of a Woman getting his revenge. Yeah. So You can't forget your sign off, Olivia. Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> Do you remember it? <laughs> Hold on. Give me a second. What? Did you just not think of something or are you not remembering? I'm trying to think of a quote from this movie. Okay. I always fucking do this. (laughs) It's kind of the fun of it. Do you know who would never do a favor for you? (laughs) That's not a good one. Do you know who would never pretend to do a pool trick shot and then punch a guy in the face with a cue ball? With a cue ball? That's a bad one, too. I'm out of practice. Oh, wait, you know a moment we never talked about in this movie, though, before we sign off? Yeah. So Al Pacino, Carlito, went in to see Sean Penn. When Sean Penn was in the hospital because he got stabbed by the mob. Mm-hmm. Oh, here comes a kitty so, cat. Um, and the DA approached Carlito and was like, we can help you if you help us. We're your only friends because Sean Penn has betrayed you. He said on record that you were back in selling drugs and stuff like that. But they're like, we know, word on the street is that you've been clean since you've been back. So his best friend, his lover, <laughs> love of his life, love of his life betrayed him. So he went to the hospital after he got stabbed. And when he opened the door, Sean Penn like clearly was trying to reach for the gun under his pillow. But his injury made him stop or like he couldn't really get it fast enough so Carlito took the gun and was like pointing at him and scaring him and then he gave him the gun back and said don't put it under your pillow just leave it out here so that you can it's right here when it happens when they come you can shoot them so then he leaves and you see something is in his hand mm-hmm. you can't tell what it is mm-hmm. And the next thing you know, a new police officer comes and he's like, hey, buddy, who's guarding the door? Uh, you're relieved now. I'm going to start my shift. Turns out that's Vinny, 
the Tony's son. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the guy that the son of the guy that Sean Penn killed. So he opens the door and he sees that I can't remember exactly the order, but Sean Penn brings the gun out. Vinny pulls his gun out. Sean Penn goes to shoot and there are no bullets in the gun. And then outside, Al Pacino's throwing the bullets yeah. in a trash can. Yeah! He's like... And then Vinny shoots out Sean Penn's Boom! Yeah. Because Al Pacino's like, I trusted you with my heart, with my body, with my soul, and you betrayed me. You yeah. tried to set me up and get me arrested again. Was a slick moment, as Shelby said. <laughs> it was. Uh, it was. It was a very slick move. It was a very slick move. I beat that. But I felt like. We had to talk about that moment because we yeah. talked about the trash cans and the betrayal. The trash cans. Yeah, trash yeah, cans are a metaphor. Oh, I also liked the cockroach. <laughs> oh, yeah, the cockroach in the glass. So earlier in the movie, someone was talking that, like, talking poorly about um, I love Sean Penn's characters. Oh, Dave. Davey. So Sean Penn's character, Al Pacino's character's lover, um, and calls him a cockroach. And then when this is like after Al Pacino, after the stuff, he's like contemplating about the fact that his lover's probably dying. And there's a cockroach on the table and he keeps like trapping it with the cup and then looking at it and then letting it go. And the voiceover also... Oh yeah, I don't think I was listening to the voiceover. Was something about like oh, you gotta get out of here and there's nowhere else to run or whatever. Take the train to Miami at 11.30. Yeah, and I was like, do you think this is a metaphor? (laughs) (laughs) (sighs) Well, Olivia, did that help you come up with any sign-offs? I'm gonna look at the notes. Do you know who would never watch you dance on a beach to the song She's Beautiful to Me? He definitely would. He would. (laughs) Do you know who would never play with a cockroach in a glass? (laughs) Al Pacino would never. I really... I really fucking hope not, because if he does, I'm burning this podcast. <laughs> and we're gonna cut. Burn this. I'm sorry? This must never be seen. By anyone.